0: everyone. My name's Bella, and welcome back to Collegiate Corner. Today, I have a very exciting guest all the way from St. Francis Varsity Volleyball. We've got Anastasia Garza. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You know, I'm around, so that's as far as we've gotten. All right. Um, so, thank you so much for coming on to talk about your um, process with uh, the collegiate, exp- like, the, uh, the collegiate process mm-hmm. for volleyball, because It is a completely different world for me, and I don't know quite how that works, because it seems like you guys have a bunch of different teams you do, and it's like age groups are different, and how that process works, dates, and all that is different from a lot of sports. So just to kind of start off, how about you talk about what you play and how long you've been playing?
1: All right. Um, I play volleyball, and I've played since the summer of fourth grade.
0: Very cool. So you play middle blocker? Yes. Um, Okay. And so... As a um, prospective collegiate athlete, what has the process so far really looked like for you?
1: Oh, it's a very long process. So, um, so far what we do first is we gather a list full of like wish colleges or any dream colleges we want to apply to. And then we make a more realistic list um, due to like any future references because the process for collegiate athletes is very complicated and actually sometimes most walk out with nothing. So um, we then email those first colleges um, a, a draft letter that we created ourselves, edited by coaches or parents or whatever, just a little beginning introduction letter to them. And then, you know, if they reach back, then great. We set up a call and we keep in touch with them and we just update them about our games and any future references or tournaments. If they don't answer back, it's not the end of the world. doesn't mean they're not interested in you. They just get a buttload of emails quite often from other um, athletes. So if they don't respond, maybe wait a little bit and then send another email. Say like, hey, you know, I have this tournament upcoming blank blank. Um, I'd like for you to come visit, or just update them on anything. And when you update them constantly, it shows that you really care, and a lot of colleges actually really like that.
0: Honestly, that was so well said. That was I love the way you describe that because it is a scary process for young athletes looking yeah. into it and going into it. I know the timeline's a bit different, at least for my sport, since lacrosse has different deadlines for recruiting. What does it look like? I know D3s can contact whenever. When do you get those emails and calls from D2s and D1s?
1: Um, There is a certain deadline uh, junior year. Um, I forgot the date, but I know it's in June. Um, That's when D2 and D1 can start reaching out to you, and I do recommend going to college camps where they could talk to you. Um, If not, though, they'll probably reach out by email, but most of the time you're going to have to reach out to them.
0: That is awesome to hear. So interesting to hear that timeline is different. It's so hard, especially trying to play in a college because there's only 12% of athletes that go. In your opinion, how do you like, or not opinion, in your, what is the best way to describe a campus visit for you? And like, how does, what does that look like for a volleyball player?
1: <clears throat> um, well, there's two ways you can do a campus visit. Obviously, the first one is you can go to a college camp. And most of the time there is a campus visit. But if not, if you're in contact with that coach, you can visit the campus. And I went to a college camp uh, at Dominican University, a uh, San Rafael D2 school. Go Penguins. <laughs> yes, go Penguins. And they gave us a campus tour. And honestly, it was the most beautiful campus I've it ever seen. It is gorgeous. It I is so it. gorgeous. I might have a
0: little bit of experience as well. but like, yes. I very It's such a nice campus.
1: And, like, the fact that it's small – I'm, like myself, I prefer smaller campuses because I feel more safe. I'm not a huge, big campus, party, public. No, I'm, I'm more laid back and small campus. So.
0: Yeah, and, I, and to my understanding, as I've gone on a couple of visits myself, but um, do you really like, get to like, know the coach, you get to know the like, program? Like, when they ask <laughs> you what's important, what is something you normally really say to them when
1: looking for a school? Um, it is really important to be yourself. I'm not kidding on that. Um, at the college camp, I acted like myself. I've already emailed the coach before. And coaches will notice if other people are writing your letters and if you're trying to push yourself to sound more professional. They want you not just for academics and skill, but they also want you for who you are. Because who you are is going to affect the team line, the teammates, the gameplay, and also just your academic um, succession as well. So really just... Don't stress about sounding different or professional. Just be yourself.
0: That is so well said. I definitely appreciate that advice. So, you're coming off a really good season for uh, our varsity volleyball team. What number were you ranked in the state?
1: Number four.
0: Okay, so we are talking to the number four volleyball player in California, which is a huge deal how is that affecting your collegiate process? Is this helping? Are you telling coaches about this? Is this something you add into like your highlight reel or like your highlight list?
1: Um, yeah, I don't necessarily go out of my way to tell coaches that because it does sound a little self-absorbed. So just, what a I, tad, just, just, right? just a <laughs> tad. Just a tad. You know what? It, whatever makes you comfortable. I posted it on my Instagram where a couple of colleges do follow, but I don't tend to shove it in people's faces. I just focus on other things. Um, that's yeah.
0: totally valid. I think yeah. that's just so exciting because you are such a good volleyball player. The last game I went to watch, I believe you were hitting over 600? Yes. And it was it's so exciting to see such young athletes getting out there, playing the sport they love and being able to play in college. So a lot of different athletes have different processes to get ready for this and to make sure they're in the best shape. What is something you do, like, in your off-season, like, outside practice? What do you do to make sure that you're on top of your game? Um, it,
1: usually, I work out, lift weights with um, Eric's weight group, but if not, I will do sand volleyball.
0: How do you like sand volleyball? It's such a different
1: sport. Oh, um, <laughs> the Mixed Yeah, I don't necessarily like it because it is the hardest category of volleyball. The sand is super hard to move in, and I'm super sensitive to heat. So I get heat stroke, and it's just rough.
0: I I bet. (laughs) Like, that is challenging. I'd be, like, slipping and sliding everywhere. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So currently I know that you are looking at a couple schools. Mm -hmm. What has really helped you narrow that down? Like, what are, like, your criteria on a school? If you've got a checklist... You're like, okay, small campus, like, strong culture. What does that list look like
1: for you? Um, I tend to look at my self-tendencies and my successions first, and I just look at some schools, and I'm like, will this fit for me? Will this make me happy? I look at, will I be happy at this school for the next four years? And, you know, I obviously do my research on the school's, you know, D1, D2, D3, and I just, you know, look at the school, and I'm like, um, maybe that's not what I want to necessarily do. I look at their offers and academics, and I just kind of look at their lifestyle, and again, I question myself, will this be a fit for me for the next four years, or maybe even more than that?
0: That is so well said, and honestly, I completely agree. It's so important to make sure that school is the best fit possible. Because if you're unhappy there, you're not going to want to stay the next four years. It's just, it's uncertain. So, now that I've gotten all my wonderful questions out of the way, we're going to play a little game. Do you Hmm. enjoy games? Yes, I do. So, we're going to play true or false. I have a bunch of fun facts here about volleyball. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Okay, and you're going to have to tell me if if I'm actually telling you a fact or if I'm lying. Okay. Can you do that? I can do that, yeah. All right, number one, volleyball, were, well, volleyball was first introduced as an Olympic sport in 1964.
1: Um, I'm going to have to say true.
0: Yeah, you're correct, which is so interesting because it's been there for so long, and it's such a big event. Um, number two, the first special designed uh, volleyball was created in the 1800s.
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Correct. It was created in the 1900s. Yeah, actually, uh, 19 like just straight up 1900. Oh, Uh, yeah. So number three, the libero normally is known for blocking.
1: Uh no no?
0: <laughs> no okay yeah you're right then I'm like no for digs and passes correct yep, yeah they are
1: the defences s- defensive specialist number one on the team okay
0: very cool I know I was trying to shake you up there with that super hard question <laughs> you're you're just too good I know I know you're shaking oh my gosh she's really good guys I know um number four the first world championships were held in 1949 for men and 1952 for women.
1: That sounds so specific, so I'm gonna have to say yeah.
0: Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I can't come up with good enough questions for to stump you. So I think we're just gonna kind of like start wrapping this up because you know what? I have enjoyed your time so much and I really appreciate you coming out. Do you have any um any advice for uh young athletes looking to play volleyball in college? Um
1: Yeah, sure. Um There are going to be a lot of times where you're going to feel like you're not good enough. There's going to be people taller than you, you know, maybe better than you. But with the taller part, it doesn't matter how tall you are. It matters how tall you play. So that's mentally and physically. Don't let someone that seems better than you be better than you. You got to be better than yourself. Better yourself in that. And, you know, that could be outside of volleyball with the collegiate um, process. Also, don't rush yourself. If you rush yourself, you might not be happy with the choice you made or you might just burn out. You are going to burn out a lot, and that's okay. That's what the whole part of the process, but in the end, you will be so proud of yourself. So don't doubt yourself, don't doubt others, and don't let others doubt you.
0: Awesome. That was beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been Bella's Collegiate Corner. Tune in next time. Thank you.